We used to be good friends, but that's all come to an end. Here we go, everybody. This is Gabby Scott with We Are the Best of Friends Until We Weren't. Always great to have you all on here. Just the halfway point kind of reminder of if you all have a story to share, shoot me a DM on Instagram at gabscott13. 1B will definitely get back to you. Love connecting with my people. So today we have the honor of having Sam with us to share her story. How are you, Sam? Hey, I'm doing well, Gabby. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. It's it's summer. It's not necessarily hot girl summer, but we're going to make it what it can be, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely agree with that one. Yeah, so why don't you go ahead and tell us about a friend, a good friend, best friend that you used to have named Nicole. Yeah, so um, basically I met Nicole my junior year of high school. Um, I actually met her at a weird transition time. So I had a really solid group of girlfriends um, and I kind of just had a little falling out with them. Um, kind of random stuff that happened with them getting really involved in like the relationship I had at the time. And so um, at the time that I met Nicole, I was kind of just looking for new friends, a fresh start, new group to hang out with. So I think initially that's kind of what attracted me to her where I was like, cool, like a new friend. I need new friends right now. And she was actually at the time she had a thing with my brother. So I was mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Like similar friend groups, like, and we actually had a lot of mutual friends. And so I think the way our friendship started was she like invited me to one of her birthday parties or something like that. Um, and so I ended up going there and we like hit it off and we had very similar interests at the time. Like she was on the rugby team at school. So she was super into working out and I was like, cool. Like she likes to go to the beach. So solid friend, definitely. Um, just like throughout the rest of our junior year, we were like, just like hit it off so fast. We were like hanging out every day like spending like literally every single weekend together. Um, and most of our weekends did definitely involve like going out a ton. And so I think that's initially like why our friendship like grew so fast is because we were just like getting drunk together. And having like fun. that was like yeah. having so much fun. And like at the time, that's like when I had first kind of started to like drink a little bit. So I was like, cool. Someone else that also she at the time like was just starting drink. So we were like experiencing that together. Mm -hmm. And so I think we were just all excited about it, but I think there were definitely red flags of like her character throughout the first couple months of me being friends with her. Like she would be really rude to her parents or really rude to other people, mm -hmm. but I kind of just brushed it off because I think at the time I was like, Oh, whatever. Like she's just like, her attitude is just kind of like part of who she is. Like she's just a sassy girl. She's just like, but definitely rubbed me the wrong way. Like her cussing at her parents in front of me. And I was like, just, I think at the time, so focused on like being her friend that I wasn't getting too invested in what she was doing outside of our friendship. Yeah. But that kind of transitioned. Um, our summer going into senior year, like our friendship just grew more and more. Like I said, we were doing everything together and it kind of like got to a point where she, her and I were just like each other's only friend. And I definitely think I closed myself off to other friendships because I was so fixated on how much fun her and I were just having together. We had a third friend. It was like the three of us, me, her, um, and my friend Brianna. And we kind of were just inseparable, like all three of us, but mostly me and Nicole were kind of 
like doing everything together. But transitioning into senior year, I think is when things kind of got a little muddy. I definitely could tell she had a lot of manipulative and like obsessive tendencies. A lot of times if I wanted to do something without her, she would basically cuss me out or like yell at me until I cried. Like it got really bad. And I don't know why, but obviously with when it's the first time a friendship like this or a relationship like this is like happening to you, you kind of just rub it off and you're like, well, it's just a one-time thing. And you kind of try to make excuses for them. But I remember specifically homecoming, one of my really good friends that I had met before I even met Nicole, she was having a little dinner at her house before the homecoming dance. And it was her birthday also. And I had forgotten about this. Um, My friend was like, hey, I hope you can make it to my birthday. Um, And so I remember last minute telling Nicole, hey, um, so-and-so is having this birthday dinner before homecoming. Um, Sorry, I completely forgot to let you know. Which, honestly, I don't even know why I owed it to her to even explain Right, right. It sounds like your parents that you're trying to tell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so I remember just telling her. I remember I was in the parking lot of a CVS because I was with my mom running errands. It was like the most scarring experience for me that I like remember everything so vividly. But I just told her, I was like, hey, um, so-and-so's having this birthday thing. I'm going to go to homecoming with this group. And just immediately she attacked my character. She was making stuff up about me as a bad friend, that things that had never happened, Mm -hmm. saying like, you do this all the time. And I was just so caught off guard. This was really the first time she had just been this mean to me. And I just remember crying and thinking like, oh my gosh, I've never had a friend make me cry like this before. It was the weirdest thing. It was like a past relationship I had with this guy I was dating. Like literally the same feeling I had of this toxic relationship with this guy I was with was the same thing I was happening with her. And I think I was just trying to apologize to her like I was in the wrong when she was clearly in the wrong and I remember the rest of the night I saw her at the homecoming dance she did not speak to me she like was rolling her eyes at me but I continued to just keep being friends with her because I thought maybe like this was just a random thing she felt jealous um and then yeah we just continued to be friends throughout senior year we had a little group of about five of us but still little times here and there she was just rude to some of my friends that she wasn't personally close with. I probably on a weekly basis was getting questions from some of my guy friends, some of my other girlfriends. Why are you friends with Nicole? Mm -hmm. She's so mean. And I guess I just never, my answer to that was always just, I don't know. And I never really had a full answer of why I was still friends with her, Mm. but I continued the friendship. And I think it just got worse and worse because we started planning our future together. We were like, Hey, I'm thinking about going um, to that same school. And so our post like grad plans from high school started to involve each other. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I think that just like definitely enabled it to, for her to be like, Oh, well you're part of my future. Now I have to kind of dictate my life around what you're doing. And so that turned into her kind of being more obsessive over me. And the last kind of straw, like, So my 18th birthday was the summer going into our freshman year of college. And I just have a wide array of friends. Like I was in band in high school. I did sports. Um, I just have a lot of different types of friends. Obviously my birthday's coming up. I really wanted to like have everybody that I cared about there. And so 
I don't know. Obviously, at the time, it's your 18th birthday, like super big deal. Big deal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh, I'm an adult. I'm an adult now. Can't Whatever. do anything, but I can at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, the morning of my 18th birthday, we had, obviously, she was the person I planned my whole day with. Um, and it just kind of in- ended up involving other people. But my plan was, let's go to the beach all day and then go to dinner with all my friends at night. Um, I wake up probably around 9am and I'm like, Hey, Nicole, like you, are you coming over soon? Like literally my day was like, it was basically her birthday too. Like that's how I acted with her. I was like, everything I do, she's a part of. And she kind of became that like person to me. And her response was, Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm like extremely hungover right now. I'm like throwing up. I I need to leave my house though because I don't want my mom to know I was drinking last night. And I was like, obviously I was upset, but I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, Will you still be able to make it to dinner? And she's like, I wouldn't miss it. Like, I'm so sorry this is even happening. And she even used like, I'm going to get you the best gift ever. Like I promise. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, like sure. And then I get a text from our mutual friend who was like, yeah, Nicole's really sick right now. I'm going to take her to my house so that her mom doesn't see. And um, my cousin, actually, who's one of my best friends also, we're the same age. She was like, it's okay, kind of like on the other side of it, comforting me all day. I end up going on Snapchat throughout the day, and I see that Nicole is at this guy's house partying, drinking in the pool, like literally at a danger. And I was just like, what the heck? So I called her out on it. And my cousin also confessed to me that Nicole had reached out to her to lie to me and was like, don't tell don't tell her, but I want to like sleep with this guy at this party. And like, I really want to be here. And she also had the audacity to tell my cousin that all of the friends that I invited were weird. She thought that like, I was weird for hanging out with these people. And so she's like, I don't want to be seen with them at the beach and at dinner. So I want to. So I was like, so offended. And obviously I started crying. Cause, and I it was like, so shitty. Cause it was like my birthday, like I'm crying. So I called her out. She turned it on me, told her that I was being judgmental of her. I was not being a good friend to her because I was judging her character. I was judging what she was doing. And she was still hungover. That wasn't a lie, but she thought that going out would make it better. I don't even know. I was just so like, confused and so angry um ended up going to the beach and obviously my real friends were there so they kind of like comforted me but throughout the throughout the day like I dropped it I was like I want to enjoy my birthday but she kept texting me as if I was continuously communicating with her on this subject she was she still kept texting me I can't believe you're mad at me right now and then an hour would pass really you're not going to respond just like constantly And I was like, I'm done with this. Like, I don't want to even talk to you right now. Um, And it was just really hurtful because also the week before we had gone to college orientation together, my whole family let her come with us. She flew with us. We stayed in the same hotel. Like Mm. she was totally a part of the family. Um, And then I think at night she then turned it around and was like, I'm so sorry um, I don't know what got into me. Like, I'd love to still come to dinner. And I literally read her message, didn't respond. And I'm pretty sure I posted something like super petty on Instagram about it. Um, <laughs> something about like, my real friends are here. Something, I don't even know. Hey, that's how it goes. 
Yeah. But I just remember being like, I think that was a great transition point for me because I was going into college and I've always just kind of had a little bit of a mature mindset than a lot of my friends. I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of, I just feel like I had to grow up really fast with like my family circumstances. And I think this definitely opened my eyes to toxicity and not just like boyfriend relationships, but friend relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we ended up going um, to the same college, but that whole rest of the summer, we didn't talk at all. Um, It was just like, I was done with her. I literally cut her off. I was like, and the thing is, she also cut me off for being a bad friend to her. So it was like a mutual cutoff. It was the weirdest thing. You were the psychopath. Yeah. She was like, I don't, she was like, I don't want a friend who judges me. I don't want a friend who always gets, who like is getting mad at me for doing something I want to do. So like, I don't think we can continue this friendship. And I was like, I'm really confused right now, but like, sure. Sure. Right. You can, you judge me and my friends kind of weird and don't want to be around them, but I'm the judgmental Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. And then she, so that summer she, attempted to like social climb after we graduated high school she started like reaching out to like the however you like popular girls yeah whatever like reaching out to them on like instagram starting to make comments on like you look so cute and so i think she kind of wheedled her way into that group when they had all been friends since they were like kids Mm. um she tried to social climb randomly left our whole friend group there were like i said there were five of us and all of us were just kind of like what are you doing? Like she wanted to, she wanted to be in that environment. She wanted people to think she was cool. But at the same time, like the people that she'd been spending all her time with were like, seriously, like F you. Like, so it kind of got a little better just cause I was with a supportive group of friends, but obviously we ended up going to the same college together. And so I wasn't really quite like away from her all of freshman year. I didn't really see her. I maybe saw her on campus once, but we looked at each other, didn't say a thing. She would always kind of make little comments here and there of when I was running track, like proud of you or like out of nowhere. And I don't even know what her goal of that was, but things kind of got complicated because sophomore year, her and my cousin rushed the same sorority. They became sisters in the same sorority. And then they eventually started living together And so it kind of hurt me because obviously my cousin, like we've been friends since birth. And so I was kind of like, why would you knowingly become this close with her? Like it's obviously I can't control that they're going to be in the same sorority, but to live with her, the girl, you know, that like made me feel so belittled and made me cry so many times. So that also was just kind of hard for me. And I think Nicole knew that my cousin knew all of this and was like, almost hanging it over my head of like, yeah, well, no one else thinks that I'm this crappy person that you think I am. So it just got really hard for me. Um, But I definitely think that this kind of taught me of like, like I said, like how there can be toxicity in friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, And it definitely taught me like, I don't know, I was able to walk away from someone mistreating me. And that kind of set me up throughout college because I definitely had a lot of other falling outs with friends that I'd made only like had for like a few months or like maybe even like one school year, but having that experience and knowing the transition of like, they're still going to be in your life, but you don't have to entertain it mm-hmm. really like 
it opened my eyes and like obviously I was over at my cousin's house a lot and Nicole definitely like tried to like I honestly think like she's got something like something wrong up in the old head because (laughs) she is still continuing like I still hear stories about her how one day she is literally yelling at you cussing you out and then literally within 24 hours is like can I come cuddle with you she's crazy like she will literally attack you she will attack your family she's like she literally left when she was dating my brother she left a voicemail on his phone basically saying like f you and f your family I'm like that's really unnecessary but she brings that into her friendships she's very entitled and so I think just recognizing that and being done with it really helped me but I still see my cousin going through it. I still see her making excuses for her. And it's just like, it's sad, honestly, but I feel like she's going to have to figure it out on on her own the way I figured it out on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, But just being able to kind of like be in the same environment of her as her and like not having to entertain her. Like she definitely knows now because there was this one conversation we had where she was like, because obviously we started kind of talking again only because she was living with my cousin. And I remember her saying, I'm really glad we're getting close again after everything that happened. Not what's happening. And I was like, one conversation with you in the kitchen does not mean <laughs> that you are excused for the way you treated me. Like, I'm not going to forget what happened four years ago. And I literally said that to her. I was like, listen, Nicole, like, you live with my cousin. And so it's inevitable that I'm going to be seeing you. But you're still a terrible friend to me. And I don't want you in my life. Like, we can be civil with each other. But like, I'm not going to be your friend again. And of course she was like, oh, okay. Like whatever. Like, but I mean, they always come crawling back. So they I do. mean, they really do. but yeah. So I don't know. She's definitely, I mean, she's still in my life right now. Like I still see her. She's mm-hmm. still living with my cousin. They lived together for, I think almost two and a half years now. And so it's still definitely hard for me to be around her because I know how to handle it. And I know mm-hmm. how to handle her BS when it's like, around me Mm -hmm. but no one else in our mutual friend setting knows kind of how to like handle it so they just make excuses for her and I think for me it was only like a year turnaround where within a year I was able to identify her behavior and cancel it out of my life but a lot of these girls that are still friends with her are still making excuses for her and I'm kind of on the other end of it of them saying was she like this when you guys are friends like how did you deal with this? And I'm like, I cut her out of my life and you need to do the same thing because right. and it's just, I don't, discussions. I don't, why exactly. are you in a friendship where you have to ask someone? I was like, how do you do it? This is not something you're forced to be into. Just get rid of it. Don't deal yeah, with it. Exactly. And so it's just kind of frustrating because whether I want her in my life or not, like I'm still getting like constant texts from our mutual friends. Like, and it's just like, I don't know how many times I've had to repeat myself of, right. She's clearly not a good person. So and why? I've got, I've literally got three or four girls texting me on a monthly basis about something crazy. She's yeah, it's that bad. Like literally a monthly basis. She is, I mean, obviously my cousin lives with her and like the stuff that my cousin has to put up with her, Nicole, getting her clothes out of the dryer, throwing them in her room. If she wants to use the dryer, Nicole calling her saying like one of the pans she wants to use is dirty can my cousin come home and clean it when she's at work? Like really irrational things Things, that she's requesting. And I think like the reason she continues to do this is because they just kind of let her. And I'm like, if you want her to stop this behavior, 
you need to just stop being friends with her. Right. And so, I mean, I was able to identify that and I'm so much better because of it. And I've obviously surrounded myself with like an amazing group of new friends, but it's, it's definitely still in my life. And I kind of just have the same response to it every time. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of the automated response of, I don't really know what to tell you. You don't need her in your life. And then it's always, but then it's always the same. Oh, I know. I'm like, no, you don't. Because if you knew, you wouldn't be doing this. Right, right. So then I'm curious. So what is it about her then that makes people stay friends with her? That's what I'm curious about. Like every, we have, like you said, it's a monthly check-in. So Mm -hmm. what is it that people are like, oh, well, I'm still going to put up with it. Like, please explain to me. I'm not seeing it. This (laughs) person is so terrible to so many people and mutually, mutual people. Why are y'all still friends? I think definitely she puts on this really like cutesy, like, girly front to a Mm -hmm. lot of people it's like she's very like she will compliment you until it's like overboarded and so that's how she initially gains friends she's like always complimenting you she's always like you know trying to make dinners together trying to get drinks together and so initially you're kind of drawn in because you're like this girl is so cute and so nice and like I want to be friends Mm -hmm. with her and then once I think once she feels comfortable around you is when she thinks she can like be a terrible person to you but even then people are like then she comes back and she'll be like, I'm so sorry. Like, and most of the time it's when she's drunk too. So people make excuses of like, uh, Oh, yeah. well she just did that when she was drunk. And I'm like, that's when her true colors are out. Like right. that's a real she, that should, that should not be an excuse. Like, I mean, I dealt with the same thing with my ex-boyfriend. It was like in the mornings after he would mistreat me, it was like, Oh, sorry. I was drunk. It's like, that is not even an excuse at know. all. Like that's just you. And I think for them, they try to find that balance of like, well, I don't want to have to go through a friend breakup. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things is like, they're scared of losing a friend. And so they don't even want to like try to cut her out of their lives. Right. But most times people like when they talk about why they like Nicole, it's mostly just, well, she's really fun to um, go out with. Yeah. She's yeah. just fun. And like, she's a crazy fun, but she's fun. And I'm like, when she's screaming in your face, like, because that's what she does. Yeah. That's what she does. She will literally scream in your face and make you cry. And then the next morning, apologize for it. I'm like, I don't even know why you would ever want to experience that with like the disrespect that she like puts out there and Mm -hmm. the disrespect in front of God knows who she does not care who's watching. She does not care where she is in public. She's gotten kicked out of places because of her behavior. And it's like, it's just embarrassing to be associated with someone like that. And so I don't know why people still put up with it, but I think it's mainly just because she's a fun friend and they don't want to, they don't want to have to go through the friend breakup when I'm like, dude, bring it on. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if anything, it says more about those people, like as people than it does Mm -hmm. about Nicole. It's like, if you, like something internally is going on too. And like you said, not wanting to deal with a friendship breakup, not wanting to lose someone, maybe, you know, fear of loneliness, whatever. It's like that you're willing to put up with it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that says a lot about those people still wanting to be friends with someone like this. Cause to me, yeah. like someone like you, you obviously recognize, even if it took a little bit to recognize your worth, recognize who you want to be friends with, that eventually you're like, absolutely not. I'm mm-hmm. not putting up with this. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. It's really sad too. Cause I definitely know those girls like, they're so sweet and most of them like I've definitely seen 
just got taken advantage of, even if they're even in their relationships, like three of the girls that do come to me all the time, like they're also in like really toxic relationships with their boyfriends. And so I think it's just normal for them to like be Mm -hmm. surrounded by people that mistreat them. And so I think it's just really hard for them because they don't want to like lose anyone that they care about. But I'm like, if it's not reciprocated, like you need to get out of that because yeah, you care about them and you love them, but they do not feel the same way about you. And that's just like going to keep tearing away from you until you like, you become someone that you wish you weren't. Yeah. And so, I mean, I hope that they figure it out the way I figured it out because like, believe me, I'm so grateful that I'm not putting up with that every day. And I'm in a new city now. Like I'm away from all that drama, but I mean, they, they kind of are just making excuses for it. Like one of the girls that literally, um, I still friends with her. Um, Nicole wanted to live with her post-grad and this girl was like, I really don't want to live with her. I'm really scared of her, but I am scared of her to the point where I might end up living with her because I don't want to say no. And I was like, you know, do not. She was like, I'm just so scared that she'll be so mad at me. So I might just live with her. Okay, but I was like, you know what? She's going to yell at you and then we move forward? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm, like, scared for that. She, Nicole, actually ended up finding another roommate. But even the fact that my other friend was like, I might just do it just so that she's not mad at me. I'm like, that is, get out. Yes, like that's, that's toxic t- and that's scary. No. Yeah. I'm like, you should not. It's, right. oh, it's so ugh, sad, but. So did. Yeah it put a strain on you and your cousin's relationship at all. Like the fact that she was, you know, roommates with her. Cause I know like that would hurt. Like you're my family. Mm -hmm. You've seen firsthand what she put me through. Like, like you said, I get the sorority thing. You really can't help that. But living with her and literally forcing you sometimes to put you on the same room and environment. Mm -hmm. Like, did that affect you too at all? Yeah, I would definitely say, um, our, so like our sophomore year, cause we're all the same age, our sophomore year, my cousin and Nicole joined that sorority and that year they weren't living together, but my cousin was hanging out with her like on a daily basis. And sometimes like I would want to make plans with her and she was with Nicole. So it was just like, I remember just always being like, I, I specifically asked her many times, like, you know how she treated me? Like, it just kind of hurts that like you're continuing to hang out with her. And like at the same time, Nicole was treating my cousin the same way she treated me, like almost as if my cousin was a replacement for me. And so I was like, first of all, you're crying to me about what I went through a year ago. And it just is hurting me because like, it's hurting me watching you hurt, but also to the point of, you know what she did to me and you know that it, really put a strain on like my mental health for a while because I was like so lost like she was my best friend like we mm-hmm. did everything together mm-hmm. and my the the thing about my cousin though is like she is just like obviously I love her to death and like she's my best friend but she really does let people take advantage of her she's mm-hmm. always been that way she's always been you know like she is too nice and yeah. she does let people mistreat her and I think it's because she does have a lot of dependency issues within herself. And I mean, that's, that's just kind of how she's been throughout high school too. She's always had these like really toxic relationships with guys. And I think this is just another one of these things that she finds normal and she wants to fix what is broken when it gets to a point where 
you shouldn't even put any more of your time yeah. and effort into fixing something that like will con- it will always be broken right. it will never be able to be fixed and yeah and I remember just she was just like it's just like she didn't do that to me though like she didn't do those things to me back then so like I really don't have a reason to not be friends with her I'm like she's doing it right now what right do you now. mean and she's like well like she would do the same thing make excuses of like well I guess I didn't tell her where I was going and she felt left out and oh, I'm like yeah. so do you manipulative like, too like Nicole mm-hmm. is and, yeah 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 and so I just felt bad because then I mean obviously it's college so I'm not going to really waste my time on watering something that I mean she's my family like she'll be with me for life it's not like I need to really like That's keep true. tabs on her and make sure that like we flower our relationship because I or water our relationship because I knew obviously well, I hoped actually that she would come to her senses mm-hmm. and like stop being friends with her. She's still friends with her. And like, it's still the constant, like, actually it's funny because we, um, we went on a run not too long ago and Nicole was blowing up her phone about her um, coming to visit me. And Nicole actually accused her of lying about it out of nowhere. She's like, I don't think you are where you say you are. And my cousin was crying. Like we were walking, um, like back from the run mm-hmm. and I had to grab my cousin's phone and text for her because she was so messed up over it and I just went off and it was like uh-huh. high school all over again I was like what are we doing why are we still in this years- yeah. yeah and it was just like do you see what's happening like this was me and it I mean it's sad to say it was definitely a breath of fresh air of like wow like that's not me anymore like of course I was like looking I was looking at my past self literally of like mm-hmm this is what she put me through. And now my cousin's going through the same thing. And I'm just like, it honestly gets annoying to me to the point where like, sometimes I don't even want to have these catch up conversations with my cousin because I know it's just going to lead to something shitty Nicole did to her. Yeah, and I'm I like, hear it. so it definitely has put a little bit of a strain in our relationship only to the point where if she brings it up, I definitely get a little like sassy with her where I'm like, can we change the subject? Like, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Cause you've already like, given advice. Like she's seen you firsthand. Like there's literally nothing that anyone can do at this mm-hmm. point, except for her making the change herself. And like you said, exactly. like that's your family. That's like, you love her. So it's hurtful, but it's like, I'm not you. I can't make the decision for you. Like I can just be mm-hmm. an example and give you advice, I guess, when you ask for it. But besides that, if you want to be with someone who manipulates you, like treats you like a parent and is like legit scary, Mm-hmm. I can't grow up yeah. for you. Yeah. And that's literally like the exact words people used to describe Nicole. It's like, she's scary. I'm like, gosh, like she is pretty scary, but like, you don't have to like be scared of her. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't have to like put yourself in a position to be scared of her, like get out of that. And that's just honestly how all her friends feel towards her. Like literally every single one is like, yeah, like she's like, you do not want to mess with her. She's scary. And it's like, one thing to be like, you don't want to mess with her because she stands up for herself and right. she's confident and she knows like her worth. But then it's like the reason Nicole is scary is because she will literally disrespect you to the point where you will be crying in public. Oh, no. See, like, someone, someone got to go off on her and, yeah. match her and not even just match her energy. Like, I mean, don't put people down obviously in this life, but someone needs to tell her about herself. To the point where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, the way you're feeling right now is how you make everyone else feel, by the way. Yep. So, and that'll happen yeah. at some point. She'll meet someone who's not with it, not with the shits, and are, is going to tell her. And mm-hmm. it's going to really hurt because it's going to basically be 
everything, all the bad energy she's put out is going to come right back to her. And like, we don't yeah. wish it will, but that's just what's going to happen. Cause that's what happens when you're literally a mean person. Yeah. And that's kind of, and I mean, it's, it's hard too, because when people have been like, Hey, like you're being really mean right now, she'll like blame it on like her family life. She'll be like, well, <sighs> I'm going through this and it's not her. Okay. I don't want to like put any shame on anything, but like, okay. My parents got a divorce when I was five. Her parents got a divorce when she was like, what, 15, 16. And she's still like on it. She's like, well, like she uses that. Well, my parents got a divorce and that's why I'm this way. And I'm like, no, we're too for that now. We're too young for that now. We have chances. We're out of the house. We're in college, out of college. You can change whatever you want about your personality. We're no longer Mm going to, you know, internalize our environment, our experiences like that anymore. And that's one thing I hate. And obviously you and I have both come across that a lot that we're young adults and people like to use that. You're an adult. You get mm-hmm. to make the, cha- like the changes and say, I don't want to be like this. I recognize I'm like this because of my family or whatever, but I'm going to change it because I recognize that's not healthy for me in any relationships I want to have. So that's- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It really it's is crazy. But wow. That's, that is really frustrating. And really, annoying. yeah, I'm I know. Like- and it's, it's hard too. Cause like, obviously I just like, as long as my family is associated with her, there's like nothing I can yeah. really like do to get away from it because there will be, there will be situations where like my cousin will invite both of us to things and then it's just going to like definitely. So on my cousin's 21st birthday, Nicole, literally she wasn't 21 yet. And Nicole was getting mad at my cousin for being excited about turning 21 because she wasn't 21 yet. She was like, it's just like, she's like, you don't have to like be talking about it so much. Like, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, and my cousin was so sad about it. She's like, I just want to like enjoy my birthday. And I'm like, well, boom, another birthday ruined by her. Like, right. Surprise, surprise. Exactly. Yeah. But, exactly. I mean, so it is what it is. I'm glad you're at least kind of living your best life in the sense yeah. of you've outgrown that friendship. So you went over a, f- a few lessons learned, obviously, but I guess if they're, it is people, are people, proper grammar, are people listening to this uh, episode right now, what would your advice be then as far as out kind of recognizing the toxic friendship and getting yourself out of it and then kind of what that looks like afterwards? Like, what would your advice be? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say that it's hard. Like, it's someone that you put a lot of trust in. It's someone that you've made a lot of really fun memories about and it's easy to dwell on all the fun things you guys have done together. But at the same time, if you love yourself enough, you have to recognize that this person doesn't love you and you only want to surround yourself with people who love you. And that's like the only way to live your life really. And so it's obviously initially hard and it's hard to initiate that breakup because you still want what's best for them, regardless of how they treated you. You still obviously like have that love for that person because most likely you're the one putting the love in and you're not getting it back. And so I would definitely say take all the time you need with it, but don't draw it out to the point where you're continuously getting mistreated when, you know, you initially, or uh, you inevitably have to put an end to it. And so um, it takes time, but obviously for me, I found people that care about me. I found people that love and support me and want what's best for me and they will show it. And you'll know when you find those people because they will show it to you and it'll feel like you're whole again. And I think a lot of times we put so much of ourselves in other people where 
we break down and we become less than who we want to be. We become 50% of our full potential. And so you'll know when your heart is full again, and your soul is filled again with people that love and support you. And it might take time, but that's a good self-reflection time too. If, if you're going through a friend breakup and you've got, I don't know, two or three months of just kind of keeping yourself and maybe that friend breakup was hard for you and you're kind of in mourning and you don't want to do anything fun. Use that as time to regrow. Use that as time to rebuild yourself. Know what you're looking for in a new friendship and just work on yourself and the right people will become attracted to who you've become. I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Sam. I appreciate you sharing your story and those, that amazing ending. It's just so true. Like you can feel literally yourself like crumbling and not being whole when you have bad people. And then you can feel yourself even when it's tough times, like being on cloud nine, when you have the right people around you. Mm -hmm. So I completely agree with that. And I appreciate you for coming on here. Thank you for sharing your story, lessons learned. And I hope that your cousin and anyone else who's still in that very toxic friendship can eventually find the strength that you did to get out of that friendship. Yeah, me too. Awesome girl. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. In the beginning, we were inseparable to become one. Now a season's over, absence is your trophy.